your vows to the Lord our God and perform them. God is known in Judah. His name is great in Israel. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Let us be attentive. Brethren, when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once and for all into the holy place, taking not the blood of goats and calves, but his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. For if the sprinkling of defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a heifer sanctifies for the purification of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish unto God, purify your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise that we may hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus taking the 12 again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him saying, behold, we are going up to Jerusalem and the son of man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles and they will mock him and spit upon him and scourge him and kill him, and after three days he will rise. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand, and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, we are able. And Jesus said to them, 
The cup that I drink, you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But you sit at my right or at my left hand is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be indignant of James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, you know that those who are supposed to rule over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Peace be with you, the herald of the Holy Gospel. Be seated. Join us in our gospel. the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's beautiful to be with you all. It's a lovely homecoming for us. It's a joy to see your faces, and just a precious thing to be in your midst and to celebrate liturgy together, to hear our lovely choir, to see the young altar servers. I love that thing they're doing. They're coming in the middle and swinging out, and all those nifty things that they're doing there look terrific, guys and the altar like young soldiers uh, for the Lord. So uh, it's a joy, and I want to speak to you a little bit about Mary of Egypt and our Lenten journey. We have this beautiful hymn as we enter the Triodion, uh, just the Sundays just before going into Lent. And it is, O giver of life, open the doors of repentance to me, for my spirit goes to your holy temple early, bearing a holy defiled temple of the body, but as compassionate, cleanse it by thy loving kindness of your mercy. And the hymn itself is just, just something that uh, moves you. And the words, of course, uh, the music move you, but the words are so powerful as well. So this idea of repentance is so important in our Latin journey. And today we have Mary of Egypt, who is just a role model for repentance. And the hymn that we chanted earlier, in you, O Holy Mother Mary, the image of God shone forth, for you took up your cross and followed the Lord. By word and example you taught us to live in the spirit while still in the flesh. Therefore your spirit rejoices with the angels forever. 
Today's gospel reading, the disciples were looking about being honored, things like that, even when the Lord was trying to explain to him, explain to them he was about to go to the cross. And then he told them, you know, it should not be so with you looking for places of honor and these kind of things, but we're called to serve. The first must be those who serve. And we are to take up our cross and follow the Lord. And along with the fasting and the prayers and the services, we're called to uh, carry our cross and humble ourselves and not and be selfless, selfless during this period of great Lent to carry our cross. And Mary is a great example for us because sometimes we think, you know, we, the saints were all these perfect people and, you know, it, it was easier for them somehow. But in her we see that she lived a life far from God. And she was even prevented from going into the church when we read her story, right? In Jerusalem. But then she had this tremendous change of heart and she followed the Virgin Mary and she went into a place where she could only just be alone and give herself to God. So we too, during this Lenten time, it's a time for us to say, we can make a change too now. Even if we haven't been so much in the Lenten mode yet, there's still time. And it's even if you look forward to the sermon of John Chrysostom, he tells us even on Pascha night, even those who come at the 11th hour, you know, come and receive, right? Rejoice. There is, there's time, but be careful. Don't say there's time and wait. There's time, but the time is now to act. So if Mary teaches us anything, it is that yes, we have the opportunity, but do not delay, do it now. Be prepared to take up your cross and follow God and to serve him with all your heart, with all your mind and all your soul. This Lenten season helps us to remember this most important and foremost thing is that we are children of God, we are to hear his call and we are to follow him and give him our full self. We are to make ourselves offerings unto him. We are to be uh, sacrifices unto him. And so when we see these kinds of examples, we understand that there is hope for us and we can make a change because God has opened the doors of repentance to us. This holy Lenten season reminds us of these most important things and it is really how we should be all year long. But just like anything else, do you remember, I don't know, those of you, I don't know if they still have these things now, but when I was a kid, they had these Hot Wheel sets and they had the track that was circular, but they had this like little house that when the car started to slow down, it would go through the little house and it would zoom and then power the, everybody, some of you guys are smiling. All right, so you, you know what I'm talking, I love that thing, right? Zoom, and you got this power burst, right? Lent is like that for us. You know, we're lulled to sleep by everything that's going on in the world. We're, we're pushed down, we're beaten up, we're, you know, it's the daily grind. We forget what our primary thing is to serve God, to love Him, to be joyful, to, to you know, to, to allow, allow Him to carry those burdens for us, not walking as if the weight of the world is upon us, right? 
And Lent is sort of like that little house that, with, the, with the Hot Wheels set. Zoom, we get a charge because we're reminded that God is with us. God strengthens us. In the mid part of Lent, we saw the cross, right? The great tree of the cross, the sign of victory. It's like when the king is coming, they bring out the banners and they come forward before the victory, right? And there's the cross before us in the middle of Lent saying, we can do it, you know, rest under the, the shade of this tree, the very tree by which we have salvation, the tree that reverses us from the fall where we took the forbidden fruit and we fell from grace, right? It is this tree that brings us back. And repentance, like we see in Mary, is so crucial for us. Let us repent of those things that take us away from the Lord and let us embrace those things that are pure, that are good, that are right, that are true, that are bright and beautiful. And let us walk a path that leads us into the loving embrace of our Lord. That is what Lent is all about. Yes, there is fasting and fasting is very important because of a lot of things we just said. Yes, there are extra prayers and extra prayers are very important. Yes, there are more services and they take longer and those are very important. But the most important thing to remember is why do we do it? We do it to become close to our Lord. Mary of Egypt learned a lesson later in life. But when she learned it, she went to the Lord with all of her heart and she gave him everything. May we embrace him during this Lenten season and may we give him our everything, serving him with all of our love and all of our devotion. Again, it is an absolute joy for me to be in your midst today. Love you so very much. Can't believe how much the altar boys have grown. <laughs> They're wonderful. And may God keep us in his care. We are away from you in distance, but as near to you as your own heart, you are in our prayers. May God bless us and keep us today and always. Amen. Please rise. <laughs>